Hey, you're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast. This Prime Culture is for the dreamers, the schemers, and the believers. We're here to introduce a whole new generation to the abundant life. We're here for the prime of our lives. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Year, everybody. Do you say Happy New Year's? No, Happy New Year. You don't say Happy New Year's? No. I used to say Happy New Year's. Really? I don't know. There's multiple new ones. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would always say Happy New Year's. And people are like, no, this is not how you say say it correctly. Yeah, you don't. It's Happy New Year. But I think what throws you- One year. Yes, it's a singular event. But I think what throws you off is because of New Year's Eve. Eve. Right. Happy New Year. But I got a bunch of texts on New Year's Day. Some of y'all just be removing the Eve. Remove the S too, please. (laughs) Pastor, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. (laughs) You got more than one? (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Hey, Happy New Year, fam. We're back. 2024. 2024. Putting it down for the two four. Two four. Uh, Round out four fours. Wow. No? <laughs> Dang. Is that too is that too hood, down, hood for you? You know when you talk like that, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> right now, folks. Right man. I don't know how to Riding act when dirty. I have this. No? Riding dirty. They see me rolling. There's the chair. Did you hear the chair? <laughs> I was <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hey, we're back at it, man. Yeah, Family. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's why we can't go nice places, bro. We oh can't have God. nice things, man. Don't let me don't let me do it. <laughs> the chair made it back to 2024, everybody. <laughs> my goodness. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yo, what's up, fam? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Prime Culture Podcast. I'm so excited to be back at this, man, with yeah. our favorite people, obviously. With all our besties. All our besties yes. for our resties. All of my people, prime people. Man, welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you guys are doing good. Wherever you're watching or listening or tuning in from, I hope you had an incredible holiday season. Did you have a good holiday season, Felipe? I had a good holiday season, yeah. Me too. It was quiet, huh, babe? Yeah, it was nice. It was super chill. What'd you guys chill. do? Because you have like seven kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you have three boys. But well, you I don't more, know where the other four bro, went. Bro, the, bro, the, the X factor on the on the Trejo boys, though. Yes. Is, you, you saw it. We is, got to spend is, some time is, together. Yes, and you saw what, I'm ta- what I've been talking about this whole time. Exponential. Everybody sees my kids and they, they just look at them like, oh, so beautiful, long hair. <laughs> the flowy they, long they come, hair. They come bro, with the package. And you're you know? like, help me. Help me. Help me. <laughs> but it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. My kids are incredible. We got to... Uh, make some memories you know that's um we got to we got a camera this year as a family so we Dude, can record, saw that so we can record more memories that's beautiful i'm big on that so yeah made a few little videos we went to the park got some christmas gifts um yeah i love it love it i love it we went to disneyland yeah it was the best okay flex. it was exhausting <laughs> dude it was so look we are maniacs next time i need to talk to you and you need to talk us out of it. <clears throat> so we left for Disney on a Friday morning, right? We're on a flight leaving at 6 a.m., which means we're, we're up at 3.30, yeah. getting the girls ready and all of that. We get we land in Orange County because 
here you go. We're going to help you young adult. Well, if you fly into Southern California, if you don't have to, you have, if you have no business in LA, don't go to LA. Don't fly to LAX. LAX is nuts. Don't do that. With kids. Woo. Oh, with anything. Just with anything. With a with bag. Any, like, <laughs> with a fanny real. pack. It's bad. <laughs> For real. You can make don't, it with a fanny don't pack. Don't fly into LAX. Don't fly into LAX. Fly into Orange County if you don't have business in LA. It's chill. It's beautiful. It it's was huge. Quiet, yeah, man. So quiet. But look what we did. So we were up at three thirty in the morning. We land in LA like at nine fifteen. We're in the park by nine thirty, and we went hard till like almost eleven, and we were trashed, bro. Like just Bailey said. We go hard at Disney. <laughs> said, okay. You're and like, then, here, I, Bailey, have another churro. Bring <laughs> me sugar to make it. For real. It was awesome, man. Yeah, like, we had any, fun. Anytime we get uninterrupted time with our family, it's the best, yeah, man. The but best. One, of my, one of my, other than, uh, obviously, my family time and uh, time at church, I think our, our services at church were awesome. Um, but one of my favorite experiences over the holidays was learning to play Spicy Uno, dude. Okay. You Bro, nice. Bro, I didn't know life could be like this. Yeah, yeah bro, same. Fam, if you it don't know, it was such a quiet game. Are you kidding, I, <laughs> dude? Look, you could, you could, you could split a family with Spicy Uno. I'll play next time. Babe. Yes, we're in a mission. Nah, I yeah, don't want her I'll to play. play. Next time. Now, first of all, she's gonna be too good. You're bringing okay. one to my home, bro. Bro, bro <laughs> first I'm, I'm gonna end up spending that at your house because we're gonna be mad. We're gonna have strife nah. in our house. This is gonna go from spicy Uno to strife. I feel like you, I feel like you didn't want to play because you just know that you beat us all, and it's like it's not even worth it. No, no, no. I don't get a chance to like talk to all the people that were there. So I really wanted to talk to the people that were there. What a pastor you no, are. No, I did. I, I just Chris and I were like, we clocked out. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing Uno. You yeah. yeah. So I really just wanted to talk to the people that were there. So It was the best, dude. That's yeah. cool. I had no idea. Like a couple things. Like I had no idea that you could take multiple, multiple stacks yeah. of Uno cards mm -hmm. and stack them together. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, my life leveled up, bro. Oh, okay. It was the best. Spicy yeah. Uno. Spicy so, Uno. Dude, so is Spicy Uno a thing that like is like people know Real? about it? Yes. Okay. So I found a, I found out about it last summer and in this thing that I got to do and with some friends and they basically brought me into the game and then I brought it here. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then I started teaching as many people as I can Spicy Uno because it's so fun. Once people know how to play bro. it, it's addicting. Bro. And one win isn't enough. You need more multiple ones. It's intense. But I want to give props to Pastor Cruz. He won a game the first no time he played it. Nice. And he's like, I did it. I'm done. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Diana, get the kids. <laughs> Diana, with the girls. Let's go home. Yeah, but won. anyway, if you don't know what Spicy Uno is, you should bless yourself. Shoot us a DM. Shoot us a DM. We'll invite you over we'll to play. We'll explain it. <laughs> For real, we'll invite you over to play. It'll be super fun. So that was, was your favorite part. Wow. It was, I mean, obviously family time, all that. But like, dude, I enjoyed Spicy Uno to the max. That's awesome. I've never seen you so like... I need to learn this and beat you all afterwards. Bro, I get you like that. Focused, bro, I get bro. like that, bro. No, he gets like that with all the games. And then he keep asking me, so, so that, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I could tell he was coming for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the best, man. No, but like, like, like for me, the, the big thing, like, I mean, you know me, bro. Like, I'm always like looking for something and something. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to me, it was like, dude, like, I didn't know that there was more in that. Right. Mm -hmm. Come on. Which to me, like already, we're like, let's go. We're just gonna hit the ground running. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I got a word in my spirit. <laughs> down, <is> the <laughs> down in my belly. Um, no, man. But like, I think that there's there's this thought that I wanted us to talk about, where it was like, man, don't overestimate and underestimate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Especially at the beginning of the year, right? So right. like, I I completely mm. underestimated Uno. I didn't know that I could get that much out of a simple card game. 
right? And a couple of things, man, like, here we go. How Spicy Uno helped us get our year started off right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think number one for me, my, my takeaway from Spicy Uno was like, don't under, underestimate how much the right community can amplify the yeah. way you play the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good word. Let's talk That's, about that. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, because like, for, for mm. us, we'd always played Uno just with the directions on the box. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and so it's just like, okay, cool. Whoever designed this thing prescribed it a certain way. Right. But I think it's incredible. And like, okay, let's just, let, I mean, let's just take it there, right? Like we're, like we're making life points here, okay? Um, like just because it's prescribed a certain way doesn't mean it has to be contained to that right. certain thing, you know? And so like, I literally, like the last couple of days, I was like, dude, like Spicy Uno was incredible because I've always been living it the way I thought like, okay, this is how you're supposed to play it. Mm -hmm. But then when I got the around the right people who had the right exposure, they taught me how to play a game that I was used to in a way that I never thought I could. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. I think that's um, part of like living your life just on a bias like you were raised a certain way mm. so those are the only belief systems that you know these are the rules of the game right so right, that like you're it. you're you know you might not really even be in the game you're kind of on the sidelines because you're really never taught to play the game so the right community will help you change your belief system to actually get in the game and not miss the opportunities of life you okay <laughs> These chairs, man. We need a t we need a rug. Production team. We need, <laughs> we need a rug. We need a rug. By man. the way, I, before we keep talking about spicy, <laughs> by the way, I think before we keep talking, we need to make sure that people know that spicy uno is still a PG game. One hundred percent. The word spicy yeah, means yeah. nothing. Oh, okay. You yeah, that's a good point. Okay, I just want to be clear. Married. You don't, don't have, have to be married point. to play spicy uno. Okay. <laughs> it is a game that you can play in Christ. One hundred percent. P Jesus. It's P Jesus. P -Jesus. It's P Jesus all the way. That's a good point. All the way. All the way. But I like that analogy because yeah. most of us grow up like you know with we talk about bias for action, but with certain biases, and we think, well, this is how I am. Yeah. This just the way it is. There's nothing else when the whole world is filled with like, so if we're not exposed to different, we stay here. But if we are exposed to, you know, a good authentic community, then we realize that, oh my gosh, there's so much more to offer. In no, life. I love that. I love that. And, you know, to, to me, I want to, I want to take that thought right there to introduce the culture to what we're focusing on for all of 2024, right? So um, every every year at the beginning of the year, what we try to do is we try to, well, I'm, I'm saying every year, the last two years. So every year being the last two years, um, we've, we've made a decision and a commitment that we're going to set a target for how we lead the culture. And um, the culture we see is defined by this target that we set or this, this I don't want to sound corny and be like this theme, um, but it's a theme, right? It's an objective um, that the Lord puts in our heart, <clears throat> right? And so let's call it the dream, right? Like, the, like the, when we close our eyes, the young adults we see, the young adult community we see, the culture we see is X, Y, Z. In 2023, what we believe the Lord put in our hearts was the young adults we see are young adults who are firmly planted, firmly yeah. planted in their walk with Christ, firmly planted in authentic community, firmly planted in the house of God. And I think by and large, we, man, the Lord really just did no, that. No, dramatic change. I'd say, I wouldn't even say like, oh, we saw it. No, we we saw it. Mm -hmm. There's young adults planted everywhere. Yep. We're so proud of them. Yeah. By We're the proud way. Of you, We're by so the way. proud. We're so proud. Like this is, this is one of our, our mantras, right? That we celebrate constantly. Right. And so we got to say that you're absolutely right, dude. Thank you for not letting me downplay that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, by and yeah, large. Happy. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? No, no, dude. Absolutely. New Year's Eve service, Pastor Jared, shout out the fact that uh, there was culture night coming up and we, the room was loud. It wasn't like, oh, a little five crickets in there. No. Dude, I yeah. love that there, so much. It was packed with young adults, New Year's Eve in the evening. 
Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of, you know, I was encouraged by that. I don't know. Dude, I, lo- I love that. You know what I love is that, um, the culture is going to be loud. You know what I'm saying? Like, like our young adults are going to be rowdy. I love that. And so like, that's what they did, man. Like they pretty much took over the service. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Which, so, by the way, plug culture night's coming up. <laughs> well, when they listen to this culture night will be coming up on February 16th. Right. So I, like, what I said is it's still true. Coming up. No, no, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> Anytime so that, you listen, it's coming up. That's, it's coming no, up. but that's what I'm saying. Like, so, so it's coming up on February 16th. So you better make a plan to be at Culture Night. We, um, we, with we, your <clears throat> boo, without your boo. Just yes, we're come. talking. We're talking about. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about relationships and matters of the heart. We're all over the place right now. I like it. Um, and the 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 name of the night is Swipe Right. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna teach you how to swipe right. Anyways, um, anyway, that's another thing right there. So it's not New Year's. We just tried to like pluralize things, right? Like it's like not it's, anyways. Not, it's not anyways. It's anyway. It's anyway. Please continue with your thoughts. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what what the Lord put in our hearts for 2024 is, is is this right? I think I think for a lot of us, it's not it's not that we don't have inspiration, and it's not that we don't have maybe exposure to better or greater or um, elevated ways of life. I don't think that we wrestle with what I should be doing or where I should be doing, even with why I should be doing it. But one of the things that um, I was I was really grateful that happened at Spicy Uno was that you didn't just invite me to the table and say, okay, cool, watch us play. You sat me down, you said, come here, this is how. Mm-hmm. This is how. And that statement right there is the statement that we are going to obsess over as a culture in 2024. Our heart is to answer this is how statements and questions as much as we possibly can throughout the year. This is how, you know, like I know, I I know young adults know they need to read their Bible and I get the DMS. I'm sure you do also, you guys like, man, like, I, how do I, how do I read my Bible? Right. So, which means our young adults know, I know I'm supposed to read my Bible. I know I'm supposed to pray. I know I'm supposed to do things God's way, but it's not that I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know how to do it. Right. And so like our heart this year is to do what Philippa did for me on new year's Eve, waiting for the, the new year to hit, which was like, sit me down and say, Hey bro, I've played this before. I know the rules of this game and I'm going to help you not just be a spectator, but be a participator. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yeah. like, Hey bro, come here. This is how. Yeah. Right. And so that's our heart this it. year. Our heart this year is that throughout the podcast, in our circles, um, in our culture nights and every, everywhere else you have prime culture, we're going to be just hammering that thought. This is how, this is how you make like good life decisions. This is how, Man, like just across the board, you can yeah. just fill in the blank, and it's it's almost unlimited, right? Like this is yeah. how you know. Um, so we're not going to talk about just spicy Uno, but I think because this is our this is our kickoff. This is the first time we do a kickoff a kickoff episode to the to the podcast. Um, I think I just wanted us to talk a little bit about just what's in our hearts for the year, mm. right? Yeah. Um, we get the opportunity to serve with so many great leaders, mm-hmm. right, and so many great people. You guys. You hear us say this all the time, right? That this culture is not built on the talent of a few, but on the sacrifice of, of many. many, right? Amen. And it like, without exaggeration, now it's literally hundreds of people who serve at Amen. at Prime Culture and hundreds almost, man, the moment we hit 1,001 people, I'm gonna say thousands of young adults. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for real, uh, 
If you're a thousand and one, we will give you a free T-shirt. You know we are. You know we are. For for the for for it's like the thousands in attendance and the millions watching online. (laughs) No man, but I think um, by and large, it's one of those things where, man, we're just surrounded by incredible young adults. Yeah, we really are. You know. Along along with our staff, you know, and we're just going to shout out our team, man. It's, it's they help us make the dream happen. Andrew Fung, who right Andrew now is Fung, behind, the behind the cameras and behind the consoles. Andrew, give yourself some horns one time. Hit him, bang, bang, bang. Hey, let's go, bro. Um, no, Andrew's the and, and, best. And, and Sarah Ponce, who gets the yes. help, who helps us in, in tremendously, along with our team. We have the privilege of just leading and serving and. We get we get to man. What an honor it is that we get to set the the direction for for our community, right? And Amen. so, um, I just wanted us to talk a little bit about what the Lord's been putting in your hearts, how you've been dreaming and scheming and thinking mm. and believing. There's re- there's really no real direction for this conversation. I, I just wanted I just wanted our community to be able to hear us dream and think and and really how we're praying and how we're believing, you know, for, for this year. So, um, I'll start it here, Felipe. One of the things that you and I talked about recently, and I said, bro, we got to make sure that hits the podcast is, you know, um, when we said, man, like, how, how do we start a year? Like, this is how you start your year. Um, one of the things that you said that blessed me was, man, so many of us underestimate the power Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Pastor Charles shared with me. Right? Yeah. Underestimate the power of the long term and overestimate the power of the short term. You know what I'm saying? Like you underestimate, you overestimate oh, yeah, what yeah. you can do in a year and you underestimate what can happen in, in 10 the years. The day to day. Which I did. I still do that. I think we'd be lying if none of us do that. But, it, but as a young adult, I feel like I did that every day of my life. I would overestimate what I would, can do in a month. In two months, mm. and then I would underestimate what I could do in five, ten years. Yeah, and yeah. So to me, that would be if if you're a young adult and you're struggling with New Year's resolutions, maybe, or maybe you have pretty, <laughs> pretty. What is it called? What is that word? Um, pretty. Oh my ambitious? goodness, ambitious. Okay. Pretty ambitious um, expectations that you know maybe are not all doable this year. Maybe this is a wake up call to say, hey. Have you thought about a two-year plan? There you go. Hey, have you thought about a three-year plan? Have you thought about what the way this looks like in five years? Which yeah. you and I were talking about because I was praying about what what the Lord was going to do in our is going to do in our worship team this year and something that we've been working on both in prom culture and in our whole church. And I we were talking about how I felt the Lord tell me, just so you know, what I'm depositing in you is a five-year thing. <laughs> oh wow! And this is year two of the five. Mm, okay. And it took so, it takes so much pressure off of me. Praise God. To, you know, to do that. And I think sometimes, I I guess, if if how I'm starting the year, I'm starting the year, um, some, maybe not from scratch. I don't think I'm starting the year from scratch. I'm I'm starting the year from year two, year three of a few things that I've done in my life where I'm like, hey, this is, we are going to continue that course, make it better. But yeah, so don't overestimate, don't underestimate. Yeah, I, I, I heard, I heard a statement that maybe this is how, this is how you don't overestimate, you don't underestimate. Let's give them some handles, right? Mm -hmm. Is you dream big, but you start small. Yeah. Right? Like you dream big, have the big dream. I'm so proud of this generation, right? Our our young adults, man, we got some dreamers, right? And that's a good thing, man. Like that's a, that's, that's, that's God given. The dream is God given. Um, And, but I think sometimes if we become too idealistic, we, we underestimate the smalls, mm-hmm. right? So dream big, start small. Um, well, the smalls is what gets you to the big. That's it right there, so, right? You, yeah, you can't swim the whole lake. But if you start at the beginning, keep going, keep going. You know, it's the little stroke, the one step, the 
One yeah. foot in front of the other. You're going to eventually get there. You got to crawl before you ball. How about that for a handlebar? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I was just thinking, I'll literally, it popped, it popped in my head right now when you were saying that, about how um, the Bible says that the workers are few, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, like, when dreaming, it, it takes, like, no work. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes we, mm. the reason why there might be workers that are few is because it's easy, it's easy to dream, but I think the way it, the way just the Lord is, he he starts everything with small. And mm-hmm. the small usually means work. Yeah. yeah. I've never done a small where it wasn't work. Like, well, I don't think anything worth having isn't work. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anything worth having Because even patiently work. waiting is work. It's work. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get too deep on that. But what I'm saying is, I think, I think with what you're saying, like start small. The small is going to look like most likely work. It's going to look like um, going into the field and picking up that thing, like the Bible says, like Jesus says, the crops. I mean, the harvest is plenty. The workers are few. So I think, um, I just, I just really want to stress that out there. It's going to be a year where you're going to work a lot. Yeah. yeah. Pastor Charles says it this way. I all my life I did one thing really good i put my head down and i just plowed and i plowed yep and i think that's a misconception that some young adults have like that they're just supposed to get there or they're just it's just supposed to happen easily and then they get so discouraged when it's hard i think you should be encouraged like if you're working and it's hard and it's pulling on you and it's growing you like you're in the right direction Mm. because anytime you want to grow anything it's going to be uncomfortable you're going to be in a place of challenge. And so if anybody's out there and you're just like grinding it out or you feel like, man, this is too much, you're probably in the right place because everything worth having takes work. Absolutely. Just thinking about thinking about our my young adult life. I don't know. I'm going to ask you guys this question, but when I was younger, I'm still a young adult technically. I'm, I'm embracing that mm-hmm. after three children. But um, I feel like one of the questions that at the beginning of something new or the reason why I maybe didn't step into something new was because I, in my pride, didn't want to ask the question, this is how. Oh, I mean, ask the question, how, how? do I do how? that? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it was going to show an, a, an inadequacy in me. It was going to mm-hmm. show a weakness in me. So mm-hmm. I'd rather not start than ask, hey, how do you do that? I don't know how to do that. For example, I'm, I'm in that place right now. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of like releasing music. I have no idea. I mean, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Like, it's something incredible that the Lord is doing here. And we're learning. Everyone in our team is learning how to do something that we don't know how to do. Mm. And as you, as I grow older, I look forward to asking, how do you do that? Yeah, that, and that's th- a good point. And I think this is how, or, or this is how is a beautiful truth that I think all of us are looking for, but not all of us are asking how. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think that's a big, big deal. Because something that can take you from zero to one can be wrapped up in that one question. How, right. how do I, how did you, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hammer on it too hard, but sometimes on, on, at the root of that is pride. Yeah. Right. At the root of it. I mean, you can call it insecurity. I'm going to say 99% of the time. <laughs> no, no, but for you, I mean, you can call it insecurity. You can That's call it. That's what I was going to say. Because a lot of people pride. are like. Exactly. In, no, it is. It's yeah. still pride. Well, they're embarrassed. Yeah. Embarrassed still pride. to ask. Still pride. Or do you, I don't know. Still pride. Do you really do you really think that maybe um they never actually thought of asking because they've never I, I don't know, this is what I'm saying. There's some people that were actually, you know, in some households that being curious or that that skill of curiosity hasn't really developed. 
So if nobody just teaches you, you don't really realize that you have to ask the question. You sure. just figure, oh, I guess I'm not supposed to do that. Or I think sometimes you come from like an upbringing, up, upbringing where you're expected to just know. Yeah. And if you don't, you kind of like fake it, but it's still pride. <laughs> no, but for real, I'm being still honest. Pride. Even if even if you're like, I don't, I've never really learned how to be curious. I think if someone is not curious, they already think and believe they, they're they figured out. There's nothing to figure out. There's no curiosity. Meaning, all so everything it's still that pride. everything that needs to be known. I know. And honestly, I I just think honestly, I'm so glad we're talking about this because I think if we're gonna start the year with like, hey, this is how I think we need to. First, it's just like, hey, we all need to have that question in our mind. How? Curiosity. Like, like yeah. be ready for like, that. It's a skill. I feel like you have that skill. Like, it's you have such a good skill when it comes to curiosity. And you taught that to me. Because mm. I don't really feel, okay, maybe I was prideful. <laughs> still pride. <laughs> I didn't We're feel. We're going to make sure that still says still, still pride. pride. <laughs> I didn't really feel like I asked a lot of questions and until I married Cruz. And he would ask so many questions. And I'm like, it just is. But he helped me like question everything. Like even when you read the Bible, question it. Why this? Why that? And I never thought about it that way. So I think also instilling that skill in people, like let's teach you to be curious and ask the question. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think this is why we're so passionate about this community, period. Because you're right. There are some there are some people who it's it's nurturing, it's developmental. Yeah. And that that perspective and that view and that framework of thought is never is never encouraged. Developed. It's never developed, it's never instilled, right? However, now that now that you're a part of this community, one of the things that we're gonna celebrate is critical thinking. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I've we've said this from day one. We want you to think. We want you to be a thinker. Right. We want you to be a thinker. Don't check your brain, man. Like at the door. Don't leave your brain at the door. Like come in, have your thought. You're gonna honor the Lord with the great one of the greatest commandments, right? To honor the love the Lord your God with your heart, heart, soul, strength, and your mind. mind. All of it. And so your mind honors Jesus, right? Amen. And so <clears throat> so maybe maybe we didn't have that growing up, um, but you have that now. Yeah. Right. And you have to wrestle with that now. Like I just, we just ruined normal for you. Right. Now it's like, oh shoot, like what am I missing out on? Yeah. Who should I be asking? Yeah. Right. And I hope that's, I hope that's what happens. I hope, seriously, I hope that's what happens. I hope like this, this conversation as you're listening to it becomes like this little pebble in your shoe, right? Like where it's just, it's just uncomfortable. You ever have mm. a rock in your shoe? It's just yeah. uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And I hope you feel it when you're like walking around at work and you see people who have uh, maybe a different position than you mm -hmm. or a higher pay grade than you. And you say, how? Yeah. Right? Or or maybe you have a desire to be married, right? And mm -hmm. you only saw dysfunction and toxicity. Yeah, yeah. But now, now you see, and, and look, I'll, I'll give you guys a peek behind, behind the curtain a little bit at Prime Culture. Like we value and we put a premium on leadership that, that, that is done in marriage. Like for real, like if you look around, a lot of our key leaders they're married. are they're married, they're they're married couples. Why? Because I want to I want to mess up the status quo. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right, baby. Maybe there are oh, I just called her baby on the podcast. <laughs> hey, I, come on. I, I, that was cute, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but you're but you're right, babe. Like the there there may be there may be many young adults who when they when they arrive with us. That's their status quo, and right. all they saw was was just terrible examples mm -hmm. and of, they of really, marriage and of life. And they really believed and set their mind to well. I is, guess this is it. Yes, this is it. So that's what we're here Ooh, to do. This we're word, here right? this is to word. teach you how right. to change your mind. So this, like, so that you don't live with this is it. Mm -hmm. We want you to live with this is how. 
Yeah, because yeah. right? you, li- you live with it. This is, it is what it is, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. why get curious about it? It exactly. is what it is. Exactly, Oof. and there's no change. There's no work. There's no struggle. Yeah. yeah, and there's no curiosity. There's no growth. There's no cultivation yeah. of life. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I break my family? My right. family like lineage or whatever. Right. Like alcoholism in, our, in my family. How do I break that? No, dude, it is what it is. It's just in our family. Absolutely. Yeah. Why get Jeez. curious about solutions? Why get curious about freedom? It is what it is, man. I love that. man. And, and it think, will always be yeah. unless you change your thinking, unless you change your perspective, yeah. your belief systems are everything. Yeah, And one of the things that we're praying for as that I'm going to start praying for, like I've never, I've never really thought about it this distinctly until this conversation that, that we ruin normal and status quo for our young adults. Right. In the best way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like if you came in and abusive words mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and hurtful, hurtful relationships and toxicity and dysfunction were normal for you, I pray that your time at Prime Culture, your time with our content yeah. ruins your normal. Yes. That, that you just say, oh my gosh, like I, I, I can't, I can't know. deny, I can't deny that there, that there is a marriage mm-hmm. that can be fruitful, exactly. that a husband can love his wife, which by the way, dude, I can't believe I missed this. Shameless plug, Felipe. On January 3rd, Diane and I hit 20 years of marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I better get them horns one time. 20 years, bro. That's my baby. That's you guys have been been married as long as I've been alive. That's my baby. (laughs) Bro, our marriage is a young adult. For real, though. It's maturing. Oh, it's wow. progressing. Guys, how did you do it? This is how. This is how. And we're going to teach about it. For yeah. sure, we're going to teach about it this year, You man. know, now that I'm thinking about this is how this statement, I think Gen Z needs that statement for the generation after Gen Z or before Gen, Gen Z. Oh. Before, like millennial generation, boomer generation, whatever you want to call it. Like all the ones before you. <laughs> Gen, um, Gen X. So it's, it's boomer Gen okay. X. Can I just say like maybe like I just feel like young adults, Gen Zers would benefit a lot from that question when asking somebody maybe that's older than you. Like how did you, how, do, how have you followed Christ? How did yes. you make it through? How did you make it through losing your, your family member? How did you, how did Absolutely. you, how did you, you know, I, and I think Gen Z, that's a huge, honestly, I think it's super powerful that we empower people with that, that question. Absolutely. We are going to take the responsibility of saying this is how. Yeah. But I think it's also empowering to. That's to, it. That's good. To bro. get to give you the question asked when we're not there to when right when you're not a prime culture right. to ask the question because we're not going to be able to cover everything. Yeah, we can. You know what I mean, we're going to we do only our have best. one year <laughs> for real. We're going to do twelve our, culture. We're going to we're going to do our be- we're going to do our best, right? Yeah. But that's brilliant, yeah. bro. Like, man, that you guys you guys listening would take this and say, man, this now has become, is going to be my number one tool for building life. Yeah. Or, or, or in my tool, maybe not my number one tool, but like one, one, of my favorite, of. One, one of my favorite tools for building life, which I'm just going to go ask how. How'd you do that? How'd you get there? How'd you put up with, with Cruz for 20 plus years? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the grace of God, <laughs> you know? Um, but I mean, I absolutely but love God. that. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Say them, something dumb. <laughs> anyway, so you know, I'm just—I don't know why, but I'm, my brain's just going. Like, I—I would—I would like—I wish I could just ask, like, maybe the apostles. That's how great. If I had the opportunity to ask them, like, how did you get? How did you? How did you heal people every time you came around them? Like, what were you doing Dude. that we are not doing in our gatherings? Like, what? What? What's happening? Like, how? 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 Yeah. how did you? How? You know, like, oh my gosh. That- you know what's crazy? Here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. Okay, we're, 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 this is what I love because our conversations get like this. Yes. Okay? Watch. Um, the, the, the scripture says this. The scripture says that you, that you have a faith like a child. 
mm-hmm. right? You have ch- a faith like a child without which you don't see, you won't see the kingdom because the ch- kingdom belongs to the little children, right? And if when I, when I think about your because I don't have little like little little kids anymore, right? But when I think of when my girls were like Amos's and even mm. jo- JoJo's age, right? All they asked was how, right? Mm-hmm. And I wondered if we would develop a childlike faith and believe that we could Beautiful. that we could have that life, we would say how. Because nothing's how? impossible for kids. How? They just—it's a question away. Can yeah. I have that? Yeah. Or how do I get that? Yeah. Right. Is that That's is good. that mine? Yeah. Yeah. You know like, yeah. They, they don't even—they don't even consider. That's pride. <laughs> <laughs> Still pride. Yeah. But I that's a—that's that, a beautiful picture, though. It is a beautiful picture. I was just having a conversation with with the boys in my car. Might have been a little too early for Amos, but mm-hmm. Silas was so interested about why loose the devil became the devil mm. he was like how how did how did he end up there how why is he the bad guy or why is he mm. and i went through a whole theological conversation with my son at his level about how the, the devil was his name is actually lucifer and all this and they're like in their minds right yeah. and i think it's it was a question away like yeah. my kids have a perspective about heaven my my kids have a perspective about the kingdom of god the kingdom of darkness mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all dark talking about devil but um, that it was just a question away. Right. Yeah. And they have insight that people, that young children their age don't have. Right. Mm. That's incredible. That's beautiful. I think coming back to like when we were young, when we were innocent, when we were afraid to ask the questions, maybe, I don't know, maybe you're afraid because you got ridiculed one time and then mm. you just stopped asking questions or people got annoyed with you and you stopped asking the questions. But maybe going back to like, who God has called you to be, which was from the beginning. You know, he still sees you as his baby, as his child, and remembering that you could go to him and yeah. then bring bring yourself back to childlike faith. Which makes me wonder, like, what makes us stop asking questions? I think maturity. And I think it's it's maturity, but I, but in, in what we in call age. maturity, watch this. In age. <laughs> what, what we call maturity, I think, becomes the original sin, which is self-consciousness. Yeah. And the ability, knowing too much. And knowing too much. Yeah. Right, because watch. Oh, this, I, I feel like I feel like this is a good thought. Adam's job was to steward the garden. It never says that he was done naming all the animals mm-hmm. and he was done naming all of the um, all of the plants and 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 essentially, you know, being the steward of the Garden of Eden. What what stopped him from from saying this is what you are, this is what you are, um, was the, knowing too much about himself. Right. right? He became self-aware. And, and and in that self-awareness, we stopped saying, you know, because the Lord, the Lord would actually tell Adam, what are you going to call this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how are we going to name this? Mm-hmm. Is what because the Lord made that Adam's job. Mm-hmm. We we now lose that authority when we get self-conscious, when we know too much, when we become self-aware and all of that. Yeah. And we when we not only lose our ability to say this is how. Mm-hmm. We we lose our our courage to yeah, even confidence. ask how mm-hmm. anymore because of this fallen nature. I'm not trying to make it super deep, but dude, like, I mean, it think is about that deep it. though. It is. Think, think about yeah. it, like right, like think about the things that would stop stop you, like like as you're listening to this, stop you from from going and just engaging with someone who could be. Now I know I know generationally right now Gen Zers and some millennials call call gatekeepers gatekeepers, and it's a bad thing, right? Yeah. But the truth is, there are gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Right, and they're just people who who have access to things that we don't. However, I think you already have the the, the magic password, which is how? how how how'd you do that? But if you think about like why you why we won't, it's completely rooted 
in the sin that Adam introduced into the earth. Yeah. Mm. I don't feel like I'm enough. I don't feel like I'm, I'm courageous I'm enough. naked. I'm naked. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right? Like I'm naked and I'm ashamed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, like here's what's crazy to me. Like we won't ask how because we see them doing that and we feel some kind of way about like why am, why am, oh my gosh, we should be asking how, how, when, but we're really asking why. Instead, we're asking why. Why, why am I not that yet? Yeah. Why, am I not, why am I not good enough? How, yeah. why, why haven't I made it there yet? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still pride, right. by yeah. the way. Right? And so I think... That's going to become a thing. <laughs> and no one's saying you're not going to get there. You're just not there right now. Right. And well, the scripture says you have not because you ask not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Jesus said it this way. Seek and you'll find. Yeah. Knock, Knock and it shall be open. Ask and you will receive. receive. You know? And so, man, this is incredible. I think... I think, un I th honestly, I think unwittingly, and we're just, I'm just going to keep it a buck, completely transparent. I think unwitt unwittingly, we have stumbled into like a really profound theological concept yeah. of curiosity mm -hmm. and, and asking how. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, seriously, how? How? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, we're the ones that put these limitations on mm. ourselves. The Lord is like, take the limits off. Like, I, you can literally do whatever you want to do in the name of Jesus. If we agree, we go for it. Take dominion, you know, take the earth. But our, our limitations, insecurity, like we're so good at listening to what the devil tells us in that's, our that's own beautiful. brain that we agree with what he says instead of what God says about that's us. That's beautiful. And I think, I think you're, you're, you're onto something really powerful when it comes to the, the development and, and or the relationship that we have with our fathers, mm -hmm. right? Because you're right. Our father says, don't, don't say that you can't. And, and that you won't ask yourself, how will I? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, years ago, and here's another you know good life hack for young adults. Years ago, I read um, a book by a guy named Robert Kiyosaki. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, really, it's, I mean, think about just the title yeah. puts the juxtaposition together, right? Of like a rich dad and a poor dad and just the thinking that comes from both. And one of the things that the rich dad, mm. well, the, the, the poor dad, taught the son in the story, which was the son in the story would say, man, I really want that. And the poor dad would say, we can't afford it. Yeah. Right. And so the young, the young son and the young man in the story in the book started talking about, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. But when he came into a relationship with his, with a rich dad, the rich dad said, we don't talk like that. Yeah. We don't say I can't afford it. We say, how will we pay for it? How will we find a way yeah. to pay for it? And oh my gosh, all that to say that, like your point is exactly right, right? The scripture says that the world is Lord's, the earth is Lord's and the fullness thereof. And if the Lord is our father and he is our portion, our cup, yeah, and, yeah. and he's our inheritance, then the, the world is our inheritance. Yeah. And so, I, man, I'm like, I'm challenged right now. Like, how come I'm not asking the Lord, how, am, how are we going to build this? But yeah. I think we it's, go back it's, to it's, like our upbringing. Like, mm. what are you conditioned to? What are your belief systems? That's great. And are you okay with confronting your belief systems and changing them? That's great. To what the Lord says about That's you great. and what are his promises. And yeah, we, we hear the promises. We might know them, but we don't think they're for us. Yeah. They're for them, but not for us. Wow. Yeah. Why? I love I love this conversation. So let's let's land the plane here. Let's land the plane with I, I I want us to do as as best as we can some rapid fire like lightning round like some this this is how statements like this is how you you either find the courage of asking how right like let, let's focus on that like this is how 
you're, you're gonna start your year. We want you to start your year by having the courage of going and asking the, the hard question. The question that makes like like that makes you get all red, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the question that makes you nervous. I, I want you, I want you right now, like right now you're thinking about, I want you to be thinking about that person, that person who has access to the life that you want or has access to the job. They're all they're working the job that you're hoping for. You know what I'm saying? Or they're living in the house that you've driven by and you're like, what the heck? How how do you get that house? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or whatever. It doesn't yeah, have to be yeah. a job or a house. It can be a relationship. It can mm-hmm. be a, a, a it you know, be just whatever. Freedom, peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like peace. Some, you yeah. know, no, but, but seriously, you know, something like mm-hmm. what, whatever it is, right? I, I want you, I want you thinking about that right now. And I want us, I want us to just give them like just give them some thoughts. Let's give them some handles that they like some action items that they can they can grab hold, right? So like you said something like, um, challenge the conditioning, right? Like this this is your a, belief system. Challenge okay. Challenge your belief system. A lot of you think a certain way and you don't even question it. Mm. I just say, this is the way I am and this is how it's going to be. Why? Because like, we've always done it like that. Exactly. So I want to challenge you to actually challenge yourself to look at your belief system and like, why? Why do you take on certain uh, personalities maybe? Why do you accept certain behaviors from other people or even within yourself that you're like, wait a minute, like I really, there's a lot of you that really don't want to be a certain way, but say, I don't know how to change. So I want you to start challenging your belief systems and who you are. Is who you are really who you want to be? And if not, what are you going to do about it? That's a good word. Yeah. That you got, is you how. got one? That is how. No, I don't. You don't have one? I'm I'm just chewing on what you just said. <laughs> this is really, really good. Because what I want to add to what you just said is that that's most of our upbringing, especially in our kind of like background, yeah. Yeah. you know, like Hispanic culture. Mm-hmm. It's like, I grew up with that. My dad was, my dad was like, where I grew up, where I grew up, my dad was like that, that crazy book guy. Like, oh, that crazy guy, Felipe, just go get her. My dad introduced me to Padre Rico, Padre Pobre. That's awesome. He read it in Spanish. That's awesome. And my dad always had this, like, we, it can be more. It can, it can, it, That's life awesome. could be better than this. But I, mm-hmm. our, all of our family back before that is like, no, you do this, you do this, you do this, because that's the way it is, you know? So I'm just like, I'm actually doing what you just said. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if there's anything in my head. But uh, anyway, keep going. Well, the only reason too, because I've been counseling a lot of um, young adults that come to me and then they'll say, well, like, I really want to be with this person, but this bothers me about them. And now I'm questioning why does that bother you? Because you saw your parents in that situation and you just took on that personality or does it really bother you? Because that's who you are, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like question everything about yourself. And if you're okay with yourself, then cool. If you're not, ask yourself why. Yeah. And do the work yeah. to answer those questions. Okay, how am I going to be who I really want to be and who God has called me to be? Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, for me, it's it's about courage. <clears throat> you have to have courage to ask the question. You have to have her- courage for the question, and you have to have courage for the contradiction. Yep. Because you're asking questions about something that doesn't exist in you yet. Okay. And a lot of times we're, we're, we are um, embarrassed of the contradictions in our life. I'm great, but not yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. successful, but not yet. Yeah. I'm called, but not yet. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you have, you just have to have the courage for the contradiction. You have to have the courage for the question. Everything in you, everything in you. There's this incredible book that we read together during during quarantine. It was called The War of Art. Not The Art of War, that's Sun Tzu, but The War of Art by a guy named Gary Chapman. Mm-hmm. Remember it? Yeah. And there's, there's this thing in, there's this thing in all of us called resistance. Yeah. 
It's real. And, and resistance wants to kill your greatness. Resistance mm -hmm. wants you to stay comfortable and good enough. Yes. Resistance wants you to stay cozy and status quo. And, you know and, and potential. Some Absolutely. of us are so happy in potential. I just have the potential. I could be. I, I could be. be. I, could I could be. be. I like how it feels because it feels like it's endless and it feels like it's so limitless and it feels like I can always just look at it and be like, I could be, I could be. And then you end up being like 50. <laughs> and then you're like, And you're Bruh. still in the same place. You're like, oh, I, yeah. I don't know if I could be. Yeah. Because I, I never, <laughs> no, I'm being, I'm being no, for real. I agree, man. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And so I want you to have the courage for the, for the question, the courage for the contradiction in your life and just just have the at. courage just have the courage and i learned this um a couple of years ago i learned this uh, last year no sorry 2022 so two years ago i learned this um there's a I, uh, there's a movie called we bought a zoo i think you have shared this with you and there's a there's a scene where uh matt damon's son has a crush on a girl he's like 13 or 14 years old and he's like matt damon goes and he's like what do you well you know what are you gonna do but he's like man i just i really want to talk to her i'm talking but i don't think i can i don't think i can i don't think i can <laughs> and his dad goes look you don't have to have the whole conversation don't don't think about the whole conversation you just need 20 seconds of insane courage beautiful just go have 20 seconds of insane courage just go start it commit to 20 seconds okay Commit to 20 seconds, and in 20 seconds you'd be of insane courage, you'd be surprised what you could do. You just might change the world, right? That's a and, beautiful picture, and that's faith. That's a beautiful picture of faith. Bro, so let me tell you, I, I, learned, that, I, I learned that at a retreat that I was at. You know, one of, the, one, of the, one of the guys that was, they call them sages. One of the sages that was sharing with us uh, shared that perspective. And um, so later on after lunch, we're, we're, we're in the pool, right? Like, and so like, um, we're, we're, I love the water. If you know me, I love the water. And there's this diving board at the pool, right? So I love the water and I like the water on you the hate, ground. You hate the heights. I, I like, well, I don't, I don't know if I hate heights. I just prefer the ground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I just prefer not to be. I have a strong preference <laughs> for solid places. <laughs> and so like, dude, and, and so a bunch, a bunch of guys like, and you have to understand like, this is, this is all like 20, 30, 40 year old guys, bro. And it's just a bunch of like, just guys that lead and blah, blah, blah. And so everyone's like, just like, let's go. Blah, blah, blah. And then, so one of my best friends that I'm there with, he's like, Cruz, come on, let's go. Let's go do the high dive. And I was just like, I'm good, bro. I'm good. And then back in my head, it's like, for real, bro. Like, like, this is it, huh? Like, you're just like, you're just going to, you're just going to snuggle up to this, huh? You're just going to, I was like, shucks, dude. And so I just go, I, I'm like, okay, cool. And so like he goes up and he does like, like two, <laughs> two flips off this thing. And, it, and it's only like 18 feet up. It's not even like super crazy high. Yeah, yeah. It was only like eight, like eight, that's, 15, 18 feet. Right. That's high. But it felt like forever. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I'm like talking to myself, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I walk up there and I'm on the driving board. Right. And I look and it, it might as well be the, like the empire state building, bro. I'm just like, Oh, and Jesus, I can't like, no, that's how I felt. I was like, Oh, right. And, and I literally thought I'm walking down. I, I bro, I literally, I was starting negotiating with myself. I said, I'm walking. And this, walking. Is how I'm, this is what I'm going to tell him. Yep. This is what I'm going to get out of it. Yep. Right? Got vertigo. No, no, for real. No, no, something happened, blah, blah, blah. And then I just heard 20 seconds. Let's go. Just 20 seconds. And I said, bump this. Let's go. 20 seconds. I don't care oh what happens. Gosh. 20 seconds. So I just said, I'm just going to close my eyes and I'm going to walk forward and count to 20 and whatever happens, happens. And I just started walking and I counted to six and I fell into the water. And that's how I jumped off that thing, bro. Bro. I don't know if I would have closed my eyes. <laughs> you which which makes me think, that just made me think of something. It take, it might just take, might just take the same amount of work to talk yourself out of something than yep. to just figure out what that's you're going to do next. That's a good word, bro. That is a good word. Jeez. 
Jeez. It might just take the same amount of work it would have taken you to figure out how you're going to explain to everybody that you don't have the courage to jump, how you're going to like live with that decision for the rest (laughs) of your life and how to cope with it and how to like, it might just, you, that same energy could be spent on how you're going to figure out to move forward. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. After the 20 seconds of courage. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, dude. That's a good word. Absolutely. I think, I I think I needed that a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Like... Boldness and courage is where it's at. Like, step into it. You just have to, like have the courage to ask the question, right? You're going to feel small. Yeah. No, you are. You you are going to feel small. Like you are. But look, if the person that the Lord has placed in front of you as a a a good gatekeeper, as someone who can invite you into the next level, if that's the God moment, they're not going to let you. F- stays right. feeling small they're gonna, right. they're gonna, they're gonna see up. it and they're gonna lift you up and you know what you're, you're gonna do is you're gonna bring so much out of them that they're gonna pull like you said they're gonna pull you up to their level 100 mm-hmm. but you have to you have to have the courage for that moment mm-hmm. that that moment right there is like ah, oh, i feel stupid yeah, oh, yeah. i feel small i don't mm-hmm. want to call this guy and ask him how did you do that i don't want to call mm-hmm. like look i'm just gonna be really straight up with this like again peek behind the curtains I know that I know it's only our second year of conference, but man, I want to take our like I want us to take our conference to a, a whole other level. I don't know how to do that. I've 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 we've I've never led a conference yeah. with more than a thousand young adults that are going to come in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. right? So what am I going to do? I have to call people who have done it. Yeah. How How, how did right? you do that? How did? And I feel like, but but here we go. I have to have the courage for the question and the courage for the contradiction because like for some of the guys that I would call, they're younger than me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, oh, bro, like, but I should, I should be answering their questions, blah, 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 all of that. And I'm negotiating all of that, but it's like, you know, bump that, man. Like, no way. I'm going to have the courage for the question. I'm going to have the courage for the contradiction. Amen. So I think this is, this is how. That's a beautiful handle. This is how. Have the courage for the question. Have the courage for the contradiction. Amen. <sighs> and I think, like, if you're going to ask the question, I think it's important that you expect the, uh, Pastor Jerry was just saying today, in our staff meeting, he was just saying that the fruit, that the seed of the fruit is always within itself. Yeah. And I think sometimes we, when we're looking for results or a certain objective or a, or a certain outcome, we, we want that, but we want, we want it as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Meaning how you really got there. Like if you're a young adult, most of us sometimes, sometimes we're not interested in how you really got there. Yeah, we're the interested journey. in how can I make it? How can I cut that in half? Yeah. Hey, like Cruz, how can I cut it in half to, build a young adult ministry in two years it took you four or whatever right and i think i think you have to if you're asking the real question if you really want it to be life-changing you have to be open have courage for the contradiction courage for the question question i think you have to have courage for the timeline Ooh, that's a as good well word, bro like you have to have courage for the timeline like what if like one of the, one of the things that we would talk about in our worship team before we start writing songs that it was in our heart to write songs um we would ask ourselves, like, what if the generation after us is supposed to write the songs? Would you still do this? Wow. Would you still be here? Like, if the people that are going to come after us, the generations after us are going to... What if we're laying the groundwork? Yeah. What about that timeline? Are you, do you have courage for that timeline? That's good, bro. Like, hey, you want to change your family legacy? It might take your whole lifetime. Do, are you, do you have courage for that life? You know, for bro. that, for that <clears throat> t- timeline? Do you have courage for... My goodness, for... Hey, you might get married when you're 34. Yeah. And you're 30. God, you have Do you have, have courage, courage for, for the, the timeline? Time. Bro, someone just told me this um, last year in like about my dad. Um, and it was, so there was a, there was a couple <clears throat> that came and they were driving through El Paso and they stopped at our West Side Church. 
because someone that they knew there told them that I was there. Long story short, um, they had known my father for almost 50 years. They'd known my father since he was like a young adult in ministry. Oh and and they, they started describing things to me about my dad. Um, and, um, and they said, one of, one of the things the lady said, she's like, oh my gosh, you look just like him. You know, I knew your dad when he was 30. You look just like him and you sound just like him, right? Which is crazy. And um, I said, well, that's, that's incredible. I said, well, you know, tell me some things about, you know, like what was he like? How did he lead? Blah, blah, blah. And then she said, he was always a big thinker and a big dreamer. Right? And I said, oh my gosh, you know, because I've never really seen the, you know, several aspects of my dad. And then, and then her husband says, you know, it's really incredible to see you leading in this, in, in this context, um, in this church, and to see what God is doing through you. And then he said, your dad would always talk about that God had called him to something really big. Now, if you know my dad's story, I mean, the context of his life, you wouldn't say, oh man, it was massive, Right. But then this person said, you know, it's it's really interesting to think that sometimes the promises that the Lord doesn't make us, that the problem the promises that the Lord makes us don't aren't fulfilled in our lifetime, but they're fulfilled through our bloodline. Yeah. And our lifeline. Yeah. You know, and it just like it it like it blew me away. Where it, where it's like, and it, it's made me appreciate so much more, right? Because it's like, dude, like it never occurred to me that I'm walking in I'm walking in a fulfilled promise, not to me, but to, but to my, my dad. You know, um, and that's why there's got to be this courage for the timeline, you know, that it's like, this is an eternal thing we're a part of. And it's not always going to be just in my lifetime. Right here, know? right now. And not just, it's not always just going to be in 2024. Right. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. The Lord, I, 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 I dare to say that the Lord is more interested in, in the big picture. Yeah. He doesn't for want sure. just to affect you. He yeah. wants. I will for bless sure. you so you can be a blessing, right? Right. Yeah. I don't think that's just talking about the next door your neighbor. Children and your children. And We're living children. in Abraham's in Abraham's <laughs> that's promise it right there. Yeah. We're living in Abraham's promise, man. This is good. So I love this. So you have the, you have you have the courage to confront. Courage to confront your belief systems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the courage for confrontation, or the courage to confront, the courage for the question, the courage for the contradiction, and the courage for the timeline. This is how you start your year well. This is how you go ask how. Amen. How? Have, the courage. have courage. This is a good word. Amen. Good talk, you guys. Good talk. It's good to be back. Yeah. Love y'all. Love y'all. Hey, listen, we say this every single time. Thank you so much for tuning in to the culture content. We're so grateful for all of y'all that the Lord has brought into the Prime Culture community. Amen. You know, we, we ran some metrics last year and we, we noticed, like, we I had no idea, but we have, like, I think it's like a thousand followers on on yep. on uh, Apple Podcast, a, a thousand subscribers. Which I was on so YouTube. shocked about. I was like, bro, I thought it was like two hundred fifty people bro, faithful to crazy. this pod. It's crazy. So my mom, my grandma. All, <laughs> so all of y'all, man, that call this this culture, this prime culture, your community. Amen. We're so grateful yeah. for you. And listen, yes. if you're asking Cruz, how can we help? This is how you can help with the content. What we need you to do is do a couple of things. Turn on notifications, both on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, on YouTube, on Instagram. On turn, IG. On, turn on notifications so that you're just rocking with us. You're able to share it. You're able to just be a part of it. If, if you're watching on YouTube, give us a like, hit the bell notification, subscribe, leave a comment. Man, we love hearing back from you guys. If you're rocking with us on Apple Pod, leave us a review 
it's it it helps us. A good one. <laughs> yeah, leave if you got good things to say. If not, your mama your mama touch you right. Save it for yourself. <laughs> if if not, then just you know keep it between you and God, man. That's uh, pride. <laughs> that's still pride. <laughs> <laughs> but if but but if if you would leave us leave us a review, it just it just tells the algorithm, hey, you know, let's share this with more people. We believe that the Lord has given us an incredible message and some great content for a wonderful culture, man. not just in El Paso, Texas, but there's so many of you, man. Like there really are so many of you that rock with us outside of El Paso. So we're just saying thank you so much for being a part of this. Can't wait to see what God does with all of us in 2024. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so excited for season 10. We'll catch you next time. Love you. Love you.